Welcome back to Throne Hands. I'm Jacob Janoski, per usual, but Danny Woods isn't here right now, but he might come in a, in a hot minute. But I'm joined by Brittany Cloudy. Brittany, how are you doing? Oh, man. Hey, I'm, I can't complain. I'm, I'm doing well. All right. That's good to hear. So you were a teacher before you started in MMA. What, yeah, that's what correct. Was the, what was the career change? Why the career change? Um, I guess it wasn't really a, 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 a complete change because I was pursuing both at the same time. Um, I went to school for education. I always wanted to uh, be a teacher. And I, I mean, I still do still a big part of me, but I was also, I've always been an athlete. So um, I just finally got to a point to where I was in a position to where I could actually uh, pursue my athletic endeavors wholeheartedly. And so I just took an opportunity to go out on the whim and just, you know, give MMA my all. So you say that you're an athlete. So how'd you get started in MMA? Well, I was, a, I was around the sport a lot through uh, mutual friends and I went to some MMA fights and I was just watching as a spectator at first because really I knew much of nothing about it uh, then. Um, after watching over, you know, about a year or so, I was like, okay, this, I, I'm learning some things. This is a lot more than what it, you know, what it appears to be. Um, so when I decided that I didn't want to compete in track anymore, I wanted to get into jujitsu and boxing. So I started taking some classes and from there I really enjoyed it and I just stuck with it. Now you said like there's a lot more to what meets the eye than when it comes to MMA. Do you think that was an appealing part of it? Cause it was so complex. Yeah, for sure. I think sometimes uh, when people watch the sport, it's just like, oh, there's this aggression and people are punching people in the face and it's exciting. However, like uh, after just watching and learning more about like the technique and uh, different the different disciplines of martial arts, uh, I was really fascinated because it was it's, it's a, a sport that requires strategy and you have to also have some fight sense too. And so that really captivated me. So you you had a pretty extensive amateur career. How would you say that extensive amateur career helped prep you for uh, the professional bouts that you uh, are now into? Um, I think with like every sport, especially in the beginning when you're learning something new, um, but then when you actually get to try to put it all together and apply it, there's a new sense of like experience that you gain from actually being in competition. So every fight that I had was uh, – me building more experience in this sport um and I really felt like uh, after I like fought everyone that I could in the area I felt like you know I was getting how everything fl flows together fl you know and fluid because a lot of times you train in different disciplines but when you actually get to compete you actually put it all together yeah so you learn enough to felt like you so you get to your first pro fight uh what were your thoughts going in the first time it was an Invicta event if I'm not mistaken yeah, that's correct. Yeah, um, it was pretty, um, 
it was it was exciting to um, be able to say that I'm having my pro debut on on an Invicta card. So that was definitely a, a big thing. Um, coming to the promotion and fighting for my pro debut, it was it was a really great experience. Um, I learned a lot, and I felt like by that time I had done everything that I could really do as an amateur. Um, and it was just time to finally just you know jump in, and I went forward and. Yeah, I'm pleased. So um, you so you did lose that pro debut, unfortunately. What did you learn? Uh, and then you put that forth into your next two wins, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like, I, like I was mentioning before, like um, the experience of like actually fighting is a whole another ball game. And so from that first experience was I needed to turn it on a lot sooner. Um, and there was sometimes, you know, just just it was the pro debut maybe the part of that was that too but um I just felt like I was just a little reserved and um but that came along with just like I was still getting really getting comfortable but as as I came back and I had my next fight and the fight after that every fight I was more comfortable I had more tools that I felt comfortable using um so I feel like that first fight I was probably a little bit more in my head and more hesitant and not just, you know, ready to just go out there and just be comfortable. So I just feel like over my fights, I've become more and more comfortable in the cage. And that's what I've really gained and learned most from that is just to trust in what I have and just use it and go for it. So would you say in the next fight when you won, was it uh, because you opened up a little more, you weren't as reserved and like you shook off the nerves? Um, my next fight, uh, man, it was, it was a long wait cause I had took a whole year off. And so I had, I had really no reason not to go in and just, just fight because I spent so much time just training and preparing that by the time I got there, um, I was really anxious and ready to actually go because it's been so long that I was really just eager to make sure that I show a lot more than I showed the last time. So you you win your next fight and then you come into this controversial split decision against Haley Cowan. Why do you feel that you won that fight? <laughs> uh, well, I, I still overall uh, I feel like I I definitely did more. I had more significant um, damage. Um, it kind of comes down to this just the subjective piece of the sport that still has yet to kind of be ironed out yet when it comes to judging um and uh, you see that a lot in a lot of things and you know going into that fight i knew that i was being brought in for someone that they were building up so i visualized that as a option of happening and i really wanted to go in and get the finish and that lesson learned there was to i really need to finish fights but um even beyond that I know that this, the performance that I put on and what I, what, I, uh, what I did in each round, and I know that I did enough, a lot more than she did to say that I had the win, but, you know, it's neither here or there. So you mentioned that um, you think there should be some changes in judging, as do I. I think the 10-point 10, 10, the score is a little outdated. What do you think, what do you think some tweaks would be uh, adequate to more perfect judging? Um, I think with any type of like, like coming from education, for example, if 
everyone measured, um, assessed like something with the same tool and had the same framework of this is how it goes, then we'll be able to say, okay, well, at, in this state, they judge it this way. And in this state, they judge it this way too. And in this state, they, and like, there's this criteria. There just needs to be something that's uniform, that is, that is agreed upon, that covers all the bases, and that's clear and concise so that uh, people know what to expect. They're not, oh, well, how is that judge feeling today about that? What does that look like? That's subjective piece. So it's just, there needs to be um, just a unified uh, vision of what is being judged and how it's been judged, and it needs to be the same across the board. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with you there. It seems like they have figured that out in one championship. I think they've gotten rid of the 10, the 10 point system. So I don't know. I hope that changes because, you know, it could be dealt with a lot better in a lot of cases. So you have this fight coming up against Autumn Norton at your, your return to Invicta. Um, what's your thoughts going into this and what's your mindset? Um, well, my thoughts going into it is like, man, I've been waiting, you know, it's been a long time and uh, coming from my last fight, I obviously just wanted to keep the momentum going, but um, this time period with the pandemic and everything has been holding this challenges. And so um, if anything, I'm just really uh, grateful that I, that this opportunity is here to be able to get back into the cage and continue, um, continue my, my growth and my climb um, in the sport. Um, and I'm just, once again, just ready to get back on the winning, winning column. So all the other details in between, it's just that I'm just coming in, get this win, and I'm ready to pick back up where I left off. What challenges has the COVID pandemic uh, presented to you during this time training-wise? Um, well, you know, like just with, I feel like most people are, you know, having the same issue just with the, uncertainty of things mostly um just closing of facilities and uh, not being able to uh, maneuver the way that we norm normally once was um before we were in a better situation to where i you know uh, i could train and where i was living was better so there just has been just a whole uh, disheveling of moving things around and adapting and to figure out how I'm going to be able to, you know, get my training in, uh, be prepared and still, you know, be successful in light of, you know, everything that's going on. Do you feel like this uh, time has made you a stronger fighter or person? Uh, I mean, if it doesn't break you in a sense, it, it will, you know, um, as long as every, every piece of adversity is always going to, you know, uh, really f make you focus in on yourself to find some areas where you may need to grow. And this one was definitely a, a very big uh, mental one be be just because of everything, how it connects to this life and what's going on and what we're, what your passion, what your purpose is and everything. And you either uh, dig real deep to use that to fuel you and keep pushing you through it, or you let it kind of become your demise. And so, um, I'm here, I'm two weeks out, I'm, I'm still tugging in and I'm not going to let it completely, you know, throw me off, throw, throw me off my path. So I'm, I'm, I've gained a lot of strength through this. So 
after this fight, where do you see yourself going from here? Or do you just look at it as a fight by fight basis? Um, I, I, I like to just, I have long-term goals, of course, but um, in order to achieve those long-term goals, I must be focused on the, the task at hand. And so I want this one and then I want another one. So that's all I'm thinking about is, okay, well, I'm gonna get this win. I'm gonna focus on that. I'm gonna make that happen. I'm gonna execute that plan. And from there, it's like, I need to do the same thing and I need to do it better. So just continually getting better, racking up more wins um, to get me to the, to the big show. All right, so that's a good place to uh, stop it. Um, so where can the people find you on social media, Brittany? Well, you can find me on uh, my social media platforms. It's the Quiet Storm MMA on Instagram and Twitter. I'm also on Facebook, uh, same name for my fight page, and Brittany Cloudy for my personal Facebook page as well. All right, Brittany, uh, thanks again for coming on the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. You can catch Brittany Cloudy in about two weeks and on a victim event in two weeks from today, right? From yesterday. All right, so you can yeah. catch her then. Uh, Brittany Cloudy, everybody.